Inglis in 2023. Australia's leading thoroughbred auctioneer. Sale catalogues online now at inglis.com.au. Live across Australia on SEN Track. This is Winners with Gareth Hall. You know, we're heading in there with a fair amount of confidence and um, um, hopefully um, uh, a, a little bit of change of luck. Um, uh, you know, if ever there's a horse that deserves it, it's him. And um, uh, hopefully that means he can get the job done. He's one of the good guys of racing, Julius Sandu. Some story from where he's been able to come from and kick off his training career, teach himself the game. And today he could win his first Group 1 with his dream horse, the son of Schnitzel. In Lofty Strike. He's been a little easy today, Lofty Strike, since I've woken up anyway, Jules. And the Goodwood's not a vintage Goodwood, but it's got so many wonderful storylines for mine still, like the Julius Sandu story with Lofty Strike. But we're here to talk about this market. And I'm confused about this race because I talk to the people that follow Adelaide a lot and I just keep on getting different opinions on how this track will play. And then the rain's caused havoc over the last 48 hours. So... You're the god. Can you help me out, mate? Please. I'll I'll defer to JJ James Jordan, who yes. you'll have on this show a little bit later on this morning. He'll be your man who have um, been able to work out what's going to happen here because I think it's it's changed up a little bit. Even uh, I was talking to him earlier this morning. He was he was surprised they got so much. So he said, "There's no doubt there's going to be a lot of change in this market, and we're seeing it with Lofty Strike, as you said. He's he's soft in this market, absolutely. Um, you know, you could sort of get three dollars, three dollars ten, and not much else. Probably twelve hours ago, now you're getting three thirty, three forty, and if you like him, you're going to get better than that. And so what's happened? Well, they've come for horses that we know can get through it. I mean, Zapateo." really solid. Uh, and it shows as well. So Zapatero's drawn 17, just about the widest gate. So is there an indication now that the bigger guys think that you're going to have to be getting right off the fence? You're going to have to be out middle past the crown of the track yeah. um, come race eight at Morvenville on this continually uh, deteriorating track. So maybe there's a little bit of a nugget there for, for the other races as well that that's possibly what we should be pushing into. But Really good support for Zapoteo. Really good support for another award all the way down the bottom. So it's been really solid, you know, $11, $12 now, $8. So, so, and so I don't Jules, think the $8 last. So just on that then, that contradicts the market itself, doesn't it? Yep. Because another award will be ridden for luck back to the inside from that low gate. And she did defeat Zapoteo home the other day in the Sangster, but she was all the horses that finished one, two, three, basically drew the outside gate. So... So are they having something each way, the punters? Are they confu- That's why I'm confused about this bloody yeah, race today. Ab- yeah, absolutely. It's a tr- it's tricky, and, and that's it's hard sometimes to work out, okay, well, why are they backing that? But is this horse with 52.5 kilos what they're looking at? We know that there's a major advantage with horses down the bottom of the wake, not so much over a race, maybe over 1,200 metres, but we do know the bigger players do trend towards horses right down the bottom on the minimum yeah. or even below the minimum. Obviously, it's not below the minimum on a race like this. There's no apprentices that can claim. But, yeah, there's different, as I said many times, there's many different ways to skin the cat and which way they think. But they think, you know, on the mins going to be a positive push today for certain horses. Another award fits that. Zapoteo, we know that the best of Zapoteo is always on a soft seven yeah. to worse. And it gets the right conditions. It probably got just about the right conditions in the Sangster and didn't have much luck probably in that last 300, 400 metres. Um, so they want to push with it as well. But yeah, the favourite, you're going to get a better price than that 330, 340 from what I can see. Does the lofty strike backers think, oh, we thought we'd get like a soft five around that, but we'll probably get worse today. And they're going to be racing on this track 
um, what they've got seven races before we get to, to the Goodwood and we go back and have a look at this three-year-old's effort on a heavy nine in a, in a TJ Smith and the alarm, like he's had one start on a soft track unplaced. He has been placed on a heavy before Lofty Strike, but I think it's fair to say that his best form's on a, on a, on a firmer surface. Um, will that play up? I, I, would that be a reason why this horse is drifting as well? Oh, I think it's the the, yeah. the main reason, to be honest, Gaz. I mean, as I said, 12 hours ago before this rain had hit, this horse, I don't think, this horse was going to start with the two in front. I don't think, you, you were getting 280, 290, I think yeah. was probably going to be your starting price for Lofty Strike on a good track. It's now not. So it's a different variable, it's a different condition. It's just how far the market's going to push him. I think they clearly have him with 54 and a half kilos, the best horse in the race. Best horse in the race doesn't guarantee you success with the many variables that are in, in, in horse racing. So you're going to get better than the 330, 340. It's now up to the punter to decide, okay, do I trust him on a soft seven or possibly worse? Because I know I've got some information to suggest that he doesn't go as good on a good, and now it's up to the punter to be able to work out whether they want to strike that bet. Um, and that's that's the joys of the game. The Wongoom form and the town plate form during the Wagga and Warrnambool carnivals could be coming to the fore here because a horse like a, a Frankie Pino that's had a little bit of backing, would you believe, because he's got some terrific form on Rain Effector going. Even front page has been solid. Last one on this race, Jules. James Jordan pointed out, I found this really interesting, that the exchange has played a bit of a part in this for this race because it's a group one day and they've started to to bet and try and back and lay horses earlier on in the week. I've, and the, the turnover's been really strong. Can you just explain that to the listeners, how that might shape the market as as we speak? And do, have, I think more importantly, what have we learned from that? Well, we've learned that um, they wanted to, to play horses like another award. So that was where some really early action was happening Late Thursday, I think we sort of noticed it yep. and, and, and sort of um, identified that. So all throughout this Morfordville card, the the exchange has really lit up on Thursday, which we found really interesting because there was nothing happening at Flemington, which usually does occur. Zoomin Cups had some great activity, but outside of that, there was nothing at Zoomin. But Morfordville, there was really... Um, it was fireworks, to be honest, from an exchange point of view. So it sort of was giving some thoughts and it happened last week as well in Adelaide and, and JJ was saying that whoever's doing it was just about bang on the, they were taking prices and then yeah. those horses were really getting absolutely crunched. Um, now that doesn't guarantee you success with the results, but it does show you where the prices might end up. So it was sort of good action. Another reward. Um, there was action. Lofty strike. That was an interesting one, but now, um, you know, the conditions have changed a little bit. So that, that changes that. Theory. So, but another award was really solid in this market. The horse I haven't mentioned either, Gaz, um, that's been pretty solid is Kalos. Look, $8, you might get a little bit better than that, but I don't think you're going to get into the $11, $12 or anything like that about Kalos. It's the other horse that's sort of holding its place in the market right now in the Goodwood. I didn't mind him, Kalos, and I'm like 1,200 metres genuine Group 1 race, I think it's a massive question mark on him. But if you're going to get a soft run with Mellum, who suits his horse to ride him like Benny Mellum rides, I think horse is best when you can just cuddle him and just save him for one last crack at them. But whether the inside's the place to be and if it is a rain-affected track, whether he'll get a 1,200 metres still, like a strong 1,200 metres that he might need to get in a race like this. So it's a fascinating race. There's no doubt about that. And looking forward to... Um, this year's Goodwood, and I think we've just got to 
monitor the track to see how it's playing and then make a, a decision from there. It's 9.34. We'll take the news, then we'll come back and have a look at Flemington especially and touch quickly on Rose Hill as well. And then after that, we'll take your calls, one three hundred twenty three fifty five. 48. We've got some prizes to give away. And 0499 736 I'll get to your text messages as well. And I'm reading out the text messages. A few people asking me right now um, if I'm doing that. I will. But I'll do that towards the back end of this hour here on Winners. This is the opening bell. Foxcatchersintels.com. Very own uh, Jules Valance and Gareth Hall with you on this Saturday morning.